Morning. <laughs> Good morning. Just kidding. It is approximately 2.58 in the afternoon. And uh, today. thought I'd throw that out there and get your reaction. So but, I've been... Hello. Yes. Hi. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I've been waiting to tell you this story. I... There were so many honeybees in my yard this weekend. And I was taking slow-mo videos of them. And it is the coolest thing. Like so many honeybees because we have clover. And I probably looked like a crazy person to anybody who was walking by my house because I was literally squatting down in my backyard, like staring at flowers with bees, trying to like catch them in the act of like getting the pollen. And (laughs) it was, I got one really good video out of like 20. It sounds magical. It was, it's so magical. And I want to share it with anybody who's interested in watching it because it's like so cool. I was going to ask if you had put it on your Instagram because I don't think I saw it. No, I haven't yet. It's just, it's in my own private collection. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, you, you guys live like down by the river and you're always doing weird stuff around your house. So probably no one would have thought anything yeah. strange <laughs> if they had seen you anyway. And you know all your neighbors and. Yeah. But it was just like, I just noticed one day there was like so many bees and I was like, wow. Anyways. Well, thanks for sharing that. I just wanted to share that with you because it's, it's like, it's a really funny thing. Yeah. Well, I have, uh, not, nothing so wholesome (laughs) going on in my life. Um, that's not true. I mean, Yeah. You have a baby. Well, that's, yes, I do have a baby. What's more wholesome than a baby? Um, Probably nothing. (laughs) Not a lot. Um, Maybe like two babies and a dog. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm happy to have him. He makes me smile. Yeah. I've got the birds and the bees in my yard and you've got a baby. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Hey, you're drinking house coffee. Unfiltered conversations brewed at the intersection of real estate life and coffee shop service. We're Maggie and Rich, local business owners and friends sharing stories and welcoming you to pull up a chair with us. The door's always open. Let us pour you a cup. Anyways, this is episode 17. But who's counting? I'm counting. I know. That's fun. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I was thinking about this. That's like several months that we've been doing this. Because if know. you break it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but then also maybe it does sound like a lot, but then it's like, it's one a week and that's four months. And that's just like, yep. Nice job. Way to go. High five. Go, go team. <laughs> Shout out to TJ. Yeah. And, and us and Becca. Um, I am pulling up that letter. Oh, we got another little uh, email, which I'm, I'm surprised you didn't see. I didn't. I haven't, haven't checked read. our shared email in a minute. It's from our friend. Um, well, you wanted to read it, right? I want to read it. Out I loud. haven't read it. Do you... Have you read so it? So shall we keep the identity? No, she won't mind if we'll share, if we share who okay. this is. Well, she might if we read it out loud. <laughs> I don't know. I want to read, I want to see it. So you wanted to vet it first? No, I just, well, may, maybe. I might, I'm going to read it out loud and then if I... 
we can I cut guess it out. We can, if we, it. we can edit it out. Stand by for nothing. Oh to be my edited. gosh. This is from <laughs> Maggie Goebel. Maggie Goebel is my college best friend who I've known for so many years. And oh my gosh, I can't believe this. It's Hi like guys. four paragraphs. Okay. I'm going to read it. Okay. She says, Hi guys. Hi Maggie. Love the podcast. It makes me feel like I'm hanging out with friends. I find it calming, but also inspiring and informative. First off, The Thing You Do is such a great movie. Love that. And that love that it got a shout out. Maggie, I appreciate the story about scarcity mindset and the Verizon plan. I struggle with that. Spend the money to make your life easier. The amount of time I waste trying to save money is comical. Yeah, I hear that. Time is money. And I like what you said about peace of mind as a currency. Rich. I really like the idea of Storied Coffee introducing the social media person and announcing that change. I've only seen this done a handful of times, but I find it to feel so real slash authentic. It's like adding a character to to a story. Plus, I totally understand wanting to take a step back and being hands-off. I know you don't know me, but just wanted to share that I think it's a solid idea. Anyway, huge fan of the podcast. And of you two as people, thanks for doing what you do. <laughs> that makes my heart so happy. Thanks, Maggie. Thanks, and Maggie Goble. Thanks, Maggie, for reading it. <laughs> Maggie Goble. So, so when we were in college, we're both named Maggie. How to tell the two of us apart when we're in the, both in the same room? I know that doesn't sound confusing at all. They call me Margot. Nice. And they call her Maggie. So that's that's that. And they are the only ones probably allowed to do that. And well, just like our my friends, yeah, like my my college friends. Well, you've met a, a few of them. Yeah, nice. I, yeah, I've never heard you called that. So yeah, that's all right. Just, I, I won't start. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Um, yeah, that's really really cool. Yeah, that's sweet. The, yeah, that thing you do. That nice. thing I'm you glad, do. Uh, I gotta watch that now. Talk about wholesome, dude. That movie is. Actually, pretty cool. <laughs> that thing um, you do with Tom Hanks. Yeah. I was just, I smiled watching it recently just as much as I used to smile back in the day when I enjoyed it. Do you there, know what movie? Oh, God. There was this phase when I was in high school because I was, I was like in a band. And um, so I was finding like every movie. Like a rock a, band? Y- yeah. I was finding like every movie about a band <laughs> that I could back, you know, back then. Um, so, uh, yeah. That's the story. <laughs> so that was one of them I randomly found. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you were going to say something. Oh, I was going to talk about another wholesome movie that I've seen a thousand times. And it's The Parent Trap. That's, that's such a classic. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Well, thanks for taking the time to write, Maggie. Yeah. And I also know that our listeners really appreciate when people leave feedback because it really shows how much like one person's experience can probably be shared with so many other people. So if you have feedback or a question, our email is housecoffeepodcast at gmail.com. And you can also slip into our DMs at housecoffeepodcast. As they say. As they say. Yes. We're cool. So... We're, yeah. hip. We're hip to the lingo. <laughs> we know what they say these days. I kind of, I mean, I, yeah. I feel like I'm entering that age where I'm like on the cusp of not being cool anymore. 
or relevant yeah, as, as like the I cool kids. Um, you're like a you're like a deep millennial. I was thinking about this yeah. the other day. We're both millennials, but mm-hmm. why am I a deep millennial? Because uh, you're older than me. Yeah, <laughs> and millennial stretches all the way back to 1981. Mm-hmm. And um, not that old. No, no, frankly. Were you born in the nineties? Oh yeah, I was. I am um, right on the edge. Mm-hmm. I was born on the first edge, on the edge of the eighties, <laughs> beginning, the, the later end of the eighties, yeah. the cutoff. Yep. Interesting. Well, anyway, Anyways. so what have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Um, we're going hard with the banter today. I know. Don't worry, we're no, getting into we've it. We've got really good topics. We got today. some spicy stuff for yes. later on. I. I have Harry Styles. It's not the same as it was stuck in my head because I was singing that yeah, right ten minutes ago. We were, so now we both we do. were recording, um, and because yeah, just long story short, that's in my head right now. And um, but before that, I have you heard of the band Mansion Air? I don't think so. Um, not by name. They're a cool band. And I've been playing... I'm not as hip as I thought. No, you would like them. They're your vibe. They're chill. They're a chill fa- band. Cool. If you like the 1975, you would like Mansion Air. Another band that I just didn't quite hop on the old bandwagon for. Yeah. Uh, but the song that is in my head that I've been listening to on repeat is called Violent City. Violet as the color. Are these guys new? No. That's the, that's Has that been around for a name. while? That's the song name. Yeah, I think it's like an older song huh. title. Maybe I have heard that. But the band is Mansionaire. Cool. What have you been listening to? Um, you know, it's a funny thing. I've been not listening to it that much lately, music-wise, or even even podcast wise, I mean, I'll listen to ours. I got to catch, I've, it's been a while since I've like listened to the Cat and Cloud podcast. I got to catch up on that because there's several episodes now since I last listened. Um, my car battery keeps dying and yeah. that means that when I jump it and get it back going, the radio doesn't work because you, like, you have to put the code in. No, you have to oh. put like a code. It's like an anti-theft thing. Because somebody wants my six disc changer, <laughs> um, you, so you have to put this code in, and I can never remember the code. So I actually have just been driving around without a, without a radio that because you don't have an aux cable. Yeah, it doesn't have that. It doesn't have Bluetooth, right? Yeah. Um, so I've been just sort of resigning myself to my thoughts lately. Wow. Um, I do like put on some true crime like videos when I'm doing dishes and stuff. Um, pretty often. Pretty often, just whatever YouTube is suggesting, it suggests a lot of true crime stuff because I got into that around COVID. You know, mm-hmm. that was like a thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, that, I've never gotten into true crime. It's not for everybody. Like my wife hates it. I have to pause it whenever she comes around. Mm-hmm. I'm sensitive to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am... And mm. horror movies and all that. I like to believe I'm not sensitive to it. Like it doesn't, I'm not afraid. It doesn't give me anxiety or anything like that. To my knowledge, who knows what's going on in the in I the have a wild imagination as it is. I don't need yeah, like totally. things like I think influencing that. kind of comes from that, that standpoint too. 
Uh, I will say that I have been listening to this. This is like another end of the spectrum, but I've actually been listening to some Psalms, like playing like the Bible app. I haven't Mm -hmm. done that in a long time. And there's been enough going on in my life lately that uh, it's been making me just crave for something a little bit like poetic, poetic, deeper, spiritual, true to my soul, you know, just something a little more like grounding mm-hmm. and it's true crime Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're antithetical. In fact, yeah. Anyway, I don't necessarily think that those two things don't go hand in hand, but you know, things in, mm-hmm. in moderation just maybe sounds ironic. It's very ironic. Yeah. But they used to be something I would do like just every day so often. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could read, but uh, who, who yeah. has time for that these days in this economy? Yep. So uh, that's been, I don't know, last week or so. I've been listening just to this book called State Change. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. It's about... Um, I'm so uncultured. No, it's it's about... <laughs> no movies, no books, state no music. Change. I don't I, can't, I don't know the author off the top of my head. I don't have my phone in front of me, but it is about like getting control of like your mental state and like using like tactics, like non-traditional tactics to like calm your brain and help with like depression, anxiety, ADHD symptoms, all that. I'm not like super woo-woo when it comes to that. Um, I do take medication for my ADHD, so I'm not like anti that, but I am interested and curious about learning about alternative methods to help with anxiety and like super spirally symptoms that I have occasionally. So yeah, I'll let you know. What are, what are a couple like non-traditional well things that you might not think of um some of the things that like i already sort of have applied to my life is exercise is a huge thing for me if i don't exercise it wildly affects my mental state and so i know that if i i'm if i don't like release the like pent up energy that I have inside me and like get those endorphins out then or release those endorphins then like it wildly affects my day to day and not every day but like every other day or every two days at max I need to work out and the other um, thing that they um, she talks about is nutrition and like making sure like your alcohol consumption and like sugar consumption, which caffeine consumption, like all three of those things I consume a lot of. So I should like just trying to like figure out like how to moderate those. So I'm not like super dependent on caffeine or super addicted to donuts and, (laughs) you know, like reaching for like a drink at the end of the night, you know? So... Yeah, just interesting ways of... Wise words. Mm-hmm. Intuitive when you think about it. So intuitive. I love stuff that is like, it's like if you stopped and thought about it for 10 seconds, you know, you would have thought of it yourself maybe, mm-hmm. but it takes reading a whole book or someone saying yeah. it that you, to catch on to it sometimes. No, totally. 
Well, cool. So what are we talking about today, Rich? I, I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. I dropped this one on you. Just, this was not planned. You literally dropped this on yeah. me, what, Last yesterday? week I had a... I think so. I think so. Or like, Last week I had a bunch of topic ideas and we'll get into some of those in the near future, but something else that kind of just came up. It's, it's just this, this one kind of runs in the background for me. It's just always, okay. always going on. And then like it'll surface and I just get bummed, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, what is that? We're call, uh, I'm calling it business envy. Business envy. Business envy. Yep. And for our listeners, we have not had a pre-discussion about this, which sometimes we do when yeah. we record our podcast. We have like a pre-discussion off the microphone about what we're going to talk about. And we have not had that before recording today. So this is going to be our like truest, real, unfiltered thoughts, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. And we might even have different ways of experiencing. understanding yeah. or experiencing business envy, whatever yeah. that means to you. So what brought this on all right. and why do you want to well, talk about it? All right. So, okay. I want to talk about it because I think it's something that probably a lot of people experience if it, when, we, when it really comes down to it. And I've experienced it the entire time I've been in business. And this might be a facet of my personality, like being an envious sort of person, um, meaning like looking around at other people and and feeling like they're cool and mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's like something about uh, me just needing or wanting to feel cool. What's the difference between envy and jealousy? That is above my pay grade. Okay. But I th- I think jealousy I cuz that's funny cuz I stopped myself from saying jealousy when I was when I was saying it a minute ago and I said no no not jealousy, envy. <laughs> uh envy we I mean should we just look it up yeah. frankly like I don't even It's like a, it's probably a subtle difference. It, there is a subtle difference. I think Mm, is jealousy wanting what somebody else has or, or wanting to have what somebody else has? And envy is um, wanting or having like, mm, I, I can't describe it without like saying the name, without right. saying the word in the... Ooh, plot twist. Okay. Here's jealous. Okay. Feeling or showing envy. Of someone or their or their achievements and advantages. Didn't see that coming. Me neither. Didn't see jealousy wrapping envy up into its definition. All right, jealousy, feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. With envy being a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Feeling of discontented what? A feeling of discontented or resentful longing. Aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. So envy is the feeling. Right. Jealousy is showing. Jealousy is the like, 
out working or the the like yeah I don't know part of the experience of it yeah you might act out of jealousy okay so envy is the right word see I knew there was a subtle difference because those are sort of different uh, those are sort of the same but yeah um, right envy so envy is it it's it's feeling it's sort of looking at someone else's situation and saying I wish that was my situation yep yep and being bummed, and being <laughs> as, a, bummed. Okay. as a result. Can you give or a, worse? Can you give an example of business envy for you? Yeah. And what brought this on? Yeah, I'll give you the example. Okay. <laughs> of yes. What brought this on? So, story time. Okay. And the reason it's hard to talk about this kind of thing. See, okay, I think a lot of people experience this, and I think it's hard to admit because Very. it is taboo. Taboo. It's like. I don't know, jealousy, envy, who wants to admit those things, you know? I experienced them. There's like a little bit of shame there. There's also like, why am I, why am I feeling this way? Also, why am I not cool enough to be like that? It's like, and then, and then like, why do I care? There's a lot of reasons why. So I'm just going to do it, dude. I'm just going to say it. Here I go. I'm ready to be vulnerable. Okay. Okay gonna say it (laughs) just kidding (laughs) all right so i was on instagram and uh out of nowhere i was going through some stories and i follow like a bunch of local coffee places online and look here's the deal i know I, i know almost everyone out there doing coffee in the capital region this little upstate area of New York, okay? And if I don't know you, I'm coming for you. Like, I will know you soon. I just, I'm just, I'm just attentive. And that's not a brag. That's just, a, that's just an observation. Yep. I've been in this thing for five years, but here's the thing. You're part, quietly attentive. Part of what, part of what drew me into coffee was being aware of what everyone was doing in coffee even before I got into it. So it's not even the five years that I've been in business that I've been aware. It's the five plus two, three, f- let's go back to 2014, 20, let's go to 2015. That's what, eight years. So for the last eight years, I've been dialed in, no pun intended, to the <laughs> coffee scene in the capital region. And honestly, we can take it back maybe 15 years because I was going to coffee shops. We'll call them coffee houses. I was going to the coffee houses uh, before I was even anywhere near getting into coffee. I was just as a high school student, as a college student, going to the local coffee places to hang out, to get coffee, to play music. So I've been around coffee and the coffee scene in the capital region for a long time. Specialty coffee, and I'm not getting into that, but we've been into it in the past. Specialty coffee in the capital region, we can date it back to, I would say, 2015 or so. That's a hot take. It could, 2014, we could say 2014 probably. So that's just to say, I know. Just giving your resume. I know who's out there. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I just feel like there is a handful of specialty coffee places that get a lot of attention and show up on people's radars and we 
don't storied show up on those same radars. Okay. As evidenced by the fact that we don't make the lists. We don't end up on the lists. So if you see a list, we we are we're uh, <laughs> these are like like best of lists sure. kind of things. Yep. Okay. Remember that one? Yep. You brought we were gonna make an episode out of yeah, this. Yeah, we were. This is this is a while back. There's probably another list mm-hmm. since the first list. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if we've talked about it or not. We but haven't. There was like there's like always the capital region best of. Uh, now, in our, in, to be fair, we did win. I think we won the Gazette one in like 2020 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we did win one of these more hyper local ones way back. But like Cap, but like the Times Union Capital Region paper. I don't even think like we make. We don't even get it. Nom- I don't know even know if we get nominated. Okay, but this. Okay, all right. So there's when lists come out of like. Places that I like, places that we would be kind of neck and neck with as far as the quality of things, the style. We're just not, we just aren't there. You don't make We don't cut. get the love. And I don't know. This, and okay, all right. And this is not also to say that people don't love us. And it's not to say to the people who do mm-hmm. go to Story and, and do love it that, that like they don't matter. It's, which is why business envy is business envy is so dumb because it's not like there aren't people that don't love our products, our company, our place. It's not like our reviews aren't good. It's not like things aren't working out. But from my vantage point, I see this like the popular kids, you know, I see the cool kids and the popular kids over here. And whenever they name drop places, it's not us. That's what it is. So it's like, it's like the standard I'm using to judge is absurd, (laughs) but I'm using the standard of the cool kids and what they're into. And when the cool kids don't name story, then I'm You're talking about the cool kids on Instagram. Yeah. I'm just clarifying for in case. I guess so. Someone got lost. As far as like, sure. As far as a lens. Okay. Through which to view all this happening. Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. social media. Do you feel, so you feel envious of the people who made the list because Story didn't make the list? People who got got on the list. Who got the shout out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure I'm on the same page. Let me me see how clear I can make this for us. Okay. Okay. Here's what happened. I was going through the stories of people on my, on my feed at the top of my Instagram. And one of them was a coffee shop in Schenectady. And they were resharing a post that was being shared by this other person. And um, I'm not trying to, I'm not, this is not a call out. There's nothing to call out here. This is, this is me. This is you. I'm processing. For sure. (laughs) Uh, This is not a call out. So naming names is not like, I'm not saying anything bad about anyone. I'm just telling you an example. Okay. So this local artist is producing a zine. I know the art. I actually don't know if I've ever met the, the artist, but they're one of the like. I don't know what a zine is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
You did ask me that, and I said it's not the point. <laughs> you said it wasn't the point. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay, a zine is a is basically like a handmade or hand. It's like a hand. I don't want to say handmade in the sense that like every issue is is drawn by hand and then it's, it's like totally done. It's short for magazine, but it's like a style of magazine. It's that's usually localized. Okay, I'm really not one of the cool kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Zines are not super popular these days. Okay, first but it's all. a print of something. It's a yes. It's a, okay. It's a printed booklet. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. That is that is usually handmade. Sometimes it is like contributed to, so it will. Almost think of it almost like a collage, like okay. a collage book. Uh, it could literally contain collages <laughs> as like art uh, pieces. It could contain write ups. It could contain stories. Okay. Um, I got it now. It will largely contain graphics. It's it's often curated by one person or one entity, but might contain submissions from other people or. Or creators or whatever. So in this case, it's a local artist creating a zine focused on mental health, which is dope. And again, they're an artist, so it contains their illustrations and it contains their content. And they've been, it's new, but the person is not new. The person has done work with local coffee shops and, uh, and other organizations, but particularly like in local coffee shops for many years since before I was in coffee. This person has been around. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they knew story existed, right? Just because we've been around the capital region and we've been around Albany long enough, and I believe they're and they're Albany based, so they are producing the zine, and they worked to come up with a list of places all around the capital region. Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. I wrote them down. There are four or five places in each in each of these categories. Albany, Schenectady, Troy. And in each city there are two there in each city there's at least one or two coffee shops and then other other places. So it's quite a it's quite a mix of of the kinds of places where they wanted to do these drop offs, but as you can imagine, storage is not on the list, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and whatever, that, dude, not seeing storage on the list caused you to feel envy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, this list. It's not like these are random coffee shops. The names on this coffee on this list, these are the places I go for coffee. These are the places I would say you yeah. should go for coffee. These are not the coffee houses of the capital region. These are the coffee shops, the specialty places. These are the cool places to go for coffee in the capital region. Okay. Now you also have some art. There's a gap, there's a couple galleries on here. Um, arts based places. There's even a library. Each city has a gallery. Each city has like two coffee shops or Albany technically only has one. I'm surprised they didn't hit the, I'm surprised they didn't hit the electric city barn. They hit the Albany barn. 
Okay, but that so again, not a problem, not actually a, even a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're actually in Scotia, not Schenectady, if you want to think about it that way. Um, like I could come up with a, a long list of reasons why we wouldn't be on a list like this. So uh, it's not a fairness thing, right? It's just it's just an observation, and it's just one in a long line of occurrences of things like this where storied just feels like it gets left out of the cool kid circle sometimes. And it makes you feel like bummed. Yes, it does. It does. The two Schenectady, I guess I'm looking, you know, at the Schenectady places. Our, our business predates, well, except for SUNY Schenectady <laughs> where they have a, which is a college mm-hmm. <laughs> where they have a culinary program. And I don't know, I don't know in what, capacity, the SUNY Schenectady Community College is being uh, linked with this zine drop-off, like where it's going in that organization. But the other three businesses we predate by by months and even a year or more. And so anyway. One would argue that you're cool because you're not on the list. Yeah, <laughs> it could be, it could be. This is just like, I I don't even know. I, I really don't even know how to think about it or feel about it. But I can tell this isn't the first time you've like been, you've been thinking about this. Yeah. So much so that you wanted to have a discussion with me. Okay, here's another example. So like, um, gosh, I hope someone hears this and is just like, bro, get over yourself. <laughs> um. So Grams obviously made this connectivity list, and I love Grams. I go there all the time. I was their first customer. You heard it here first, okay? What? On opening day, uh, before Grams opened, Story had opened about. Eh, we opened in February. They opened in August, and Katrin, who owns it, was coming to Story while she was planning <laughs> Grams. Mm-hmm. So. Which is awesome. I felt that was that was really cool. Like I got to hear her story. I got to get excited about that place opening up and follow along the journey. And then, like I said, I celebrate places and people who are doing like the thing. They're doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I still go there, and I run into people there, and it's it's funny. One time, <laughs> my shop was closed, and Arthur's was closed. And then while I was at Graham's, the Arthur's guys came. Mm-hmm. In. <laughs> it's like we all know where to go, you know. Yeah, but. Arthur's is another one on the Schenectady list. You know Arthur's? Mm-hmm. We were meeting there for weeks. Months. <laughs> upon, for months planning this very podcast because I love it. That's I think that's the bummer thing for me is that I love these places. Gotcha. I love these people. I love what's going on in the capital region with these businesses. I'm not against them. I want to like... I celebrate them. I celebrate them. I do. And when I feel like that that has never really that never really feels reciprocated for some reason christine and i have have tried to process and think through this i i don't know i don't know if there's a bigger celebrator of local business than like christine and me yeah <laughs> maybe you i mean um, i sure I, and there are plenty of people that's an exaggeration like, even just to like follow up on that point like when nibble nosh opened in your old place yeah. like you Storied was one of the first people to like comment and promote and like yep. cheer them on. 
You heard it here first. I, that I'm was not saying I'm their best customer just because like they're, you know, mm-hmm. we've all got our hours and I'm, I don't spend that much time in Scotia anymore, sadly. Um, but again, yeah, I celebrate, I celebrate these people. Mm-hmm. I don't consider them competitors necessarily, but like, I, I don't know. I think that it is just, it's painful on a lot of levels. And I don't fully even understand that, but I know that we we're we're we just we love what's going on, and we would we would do a lot for these places, and and. I mean, uh, so I'm like thinking, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of processing out loud, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not a, so this is what I'm trying to say. It's not a bad thing. No one's doing anything wrong here. It's, it's like sad for me. <laughs> I'm trying to understand mm-hmm. that feeling. I'm not even, am I discontent? And so, okay. So I'm using, you know, to use that definition of envy, discontented, Resentful, longing. Resentful. Yeah, I mean, those are powerful words and those are powerful things. And I guess I end up in a place where I'm like, story feels feels like such a struggle sometimes Mm -hmm. and it feels like we're always going uphill. And for all the good that comes in, like what gets back to someone like me if I'm not there day to day is, is just the negative stuff, you know? Yeah. So then I can be left with this unbalanced view of like everyone, everyone hates us. Everyone yeah. hates this, you know, story and we can never do it right. And so it's like, why bother? And then it just becomes this talk I about think, a cycle. I think the a large reason why people fell in love with storied is because they fell in love with you and Christine. Like you guys were there all the time. And yes, that wasn't like the best thing for you to be sleeping at storied and being there all the time. But I've never done that. And, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to come up with a solution or say the why, but I do know that a big portion the reason why people love storied is because they love you. And maybe this feels like with you not being there as much, it feels like people don't love you anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 that's Which isn't true. Right. That's what's so funny about the way we end up like feeling about things. You know, there's, it's so often rooted in not truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we, we just buy into these, these lies. Yeah. Like the whole social media comparison game yep. that humans are currently experiencing. Although keeping up with the Joneses is this age old thing. So For sure. it's not like, so the social media is just the newest and worst <laughs> like mm-hmm. way of, uh, of this going on in our lives. But this, this kind of thing has always been happening. I there's something to be said though. I don't know. There's something to be said for how long this has been occurring in my life and that it just keeps coming up to like this cycle. Do you feel like you're always falling short in terms of lists or do you feel like you're, you've, you often feel a sense of, um, discontentment 
about things going on with storied? I feel extreme discontent. Hmm. Pretty, uh, pretty regularly, pretty often. Like, if I'm being honest, like discouraged or just like, yeah, I think, I think, right. Discontentment is like the result of, of certain things. And so there's a lot of discouragement. I think, you know, sales numbers, sales volume, um, And then, and then, yeah, compares, comparing our like what we have or don't have to what other people have. Mm-hmm. So that's poison. Yeah, it is. There's so I, there's so much to, to think through and wade through on this because okay, it's uh, everybody. Too, well, first of all, everybody compares themselves. That's kind of what I was going to other say. people. In the similar, in a similar business. Yeah. I do it too. Yeah. So this isn't like an, a singular thing. You're not alone in how you're feeling in this. And I'm sure other shops out there have their own version of comparison and feelings of envy. So like just right there. Yeah, I think that's true. You're not alone. But like, how do you... Okay, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I think that's true. And that's kind of what I was, was going to say in different words is there's two realities here. And I think this is something, this is like a counseling or like a therapy thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like, not that I've been in, in, in maybe, maybe that's what I need. Maybe I just need counseling. <laughs> counseling I, I'm in therapy and, therapy and I love it. All right, that's the solution to all my problems. No, there's two realities to things, okay? There's one, which is that, like your feelings are your feelings and they're valid. Okay. Right. And then there's, and, but usually they're rooted in some form of, of falsehood or like a false notion or a, a lie you believe or you've bought into or you've grown up around or whatever it is. Right. But you're still there. And that's still, there's something there that's, that needs to be explored and rooted out maybe, or just, just corrected with some truth. And so that's a reality. And I'm trying not to, Jump to dismissing that because that's not helpful. And then you have the reality that, okay, the, the the flip side is, okay, but these are the things that are true. If you look at it this way, change your, like put a different spin on it, perspective, et cetera, et cetera. And you just got to keep those things in balance. So that's what I'm trying not to uh, do right now is like rush through. I said these things out loud mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm trying to think about the reality of the feelings and then where they're coming from and explore that more. And frankly, there's probably like a lot of thinking to do about this. I'm not trying to stretch this into a whole bunch of episodes and I want to hear your side of things too, but it's, it's too deep for one conversation. Right. Probably. So there's the, there's the fact of the, of the feelings and then there's, there's like the reality, real reality of, the feelings, right. which is, are they fair? Are they reasonable? Are they based in truth? And then like kind of not attacking, but correcting, bringing some correction or persuasion toward toward those feelings to try to get to a more balanced, mm-hmm. healthy That's way of thinking about things. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So again, I've never been in therapy, but I know enough to know that like you have to be honest about it and not dismissive, but you also have to be willing to hear the truth or consider like a different perspective. Yeah. 
So that's a fun project. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm just trying to say, I see, I see, see to the whole, I don't see the whole picture, but I'm, I'm seeing that there's a lot of components to this whole, mm-hmm. this whole thing I'm experiencing right now. It's also interesting because your Enneagram personality type is the peacemaker. And so it's interesting that seeing you not be at peace with yourself is probably really frustrating because as a peacemaker, you want, you can see both sides to someone's story, like to an argument. You can, you can see both sides and argue both sides very clearly. So for you, like having, not being able to like, I, I, I think what I see is your struggle to see both sides when like, it's okay. Like you're all, you're on one hand, like feeling these feelings of envy, but on the other hand, you're like dismissing them, which is seeing both sides. Yeah. And like, I mean, we all do it, but I, I can see this internal struggle in there right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. I was thinking about that too. Were you? Yeah. Cause that's my, that's my tendency, right? But we're all, we're all like the worst to ourselves. Right. And so while I, I think <clears throat> funny enough, last weekend we were traveling and the person, did I say this? Did, was it last weekend or was it two weekends ago? It was last weekend, like mm-hmm. today's, today's Monday. We didn't, Yeah. sorry. So we were traveling with one of Christine's friends. We picked her up on our way out oh, yeah. to Ohio, Ohio and she is really into the, well, she's knowledgeable about the Enneagram more than like you yeah. or me, or maybe just as knowledgeable about my friend, uh, as my, as my friend, Rachel, <clears throat> who was the one who kind of got me into it and, or well, got me to do it. Not the Rachel that I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rachel. So we had some insightful conversations about the Enneagram because she's very aware of like, what it means to be at a certain number, but also to have certain wings and the different combinations. And she was aware of like everyone's things too. So, so I was, we were talking through that and, um, I don't, I didn't come away. Unfortunately, I didn't come away with like a lot of knowledge that was helpful to me or like things that I remember that I could say right now, but I did find it encouraging in the moment and also challenging and like just yeah, gave me some <laughs> food yeah. food for thought. And she had some of the things she said highlighted some of the weaknesses of the nine and I, I just don't remember them right now on the spot, but okay. it was it was insightful. And yeah. I think that's that's the thing here is like you can see and I'm just I'm just thinking back to that because I'm thinking about the way that as you're saying, I can kind of see both sides and that's the way I tend to tend to work, but that doesn't bring me to um, a super helpful place. And you trying to keep the peace among like seeing both sides is like p- 
putting a war within yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's being a peacemaker is is I wonder if that's more outward focused. Like it's hmm. it's I don't want to you don't want to rock the boat, so you don't like you you hear all sides, but you don't necessarily take a stand. Yes. Or make your stand known. Yep. Or because you don't want to you want to avoid like con, what's yeah, conflict. controversy, conflict. It's like a conflict avoidance thing, which is not that helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, it can be helpful. It's like a coping mechanism because um, then you don't ever have conflicts and you know, yeah. it's like sort them out and deal with it. But if you, you also, it's not as constructive mm-hmm. because you, things are just sliding. You're just letting things go, letting things slide, building a resentment <laughs> possibly. And it's, it's all... The, the best things are the worst things about an Enneagram number sometimes or a personality yeah. trait. <laughs> yeah. Enneagram or not. So don't know, dude. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. There's probably more as to say, but I, like, I don't know how deep, I, I don't know how far to get to get into it now, you know? Yeah. Um, are you still processing your feelings? I just... I'm here to say that if you experience business envy the way I do, and I trust that you do because probably even the cool kids like are just out here doing what they're doing. Like they're not, Mm -hmm. it's not like they feel like they're cool, you know? Yeah. Some do, but (laughs) (laughs) Um, they become bullies. That's a different thing. Uh, It's they're, they're just doing what they do and I'm reading into it a certain way. And I don't know how to change that, but I do think that the feeling of feeling like if things are hard for you and you're looking around and saying things look really easy for them, it might not be as true as that. It might not be as simple as that. And it's funny because knowing these business owners, especially like, yeah, knowing knowing some things that I know about how some businesses are operating. Things aren't as good as they look, you know, like the numbers don't work quite the way they need to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So that's the thing. That's the other side. So I'm just trying to say that I think, I think being envious of what other people have going on is perfectly human, perfectly normal, valid feeling in business. It can be heightened. And I feel like sometimes uh, it is because business is never just business. It's highly personal, especially sure. small business, For sure. entrepreneurship, et cetera, depending on the type of person you are and how serial of an entrepreneur you are. If you got one little passion project, like you put your whole heart and soul in that thing. And then when other people don't, love it for what it is or don't just love it the way they love other things, it feels like rejection. And rejection never feels good. So I, 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 I see you, dude. I feel you. If you're out there, you're hearing me, you're like, ah, oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk about it. Yeah. Email yeah. me. That's so fascinating. So just something. I don't know. I don't even know if there, what there is to process about that. That's just like how I, it's something I've experienced. I experienced a lot. Um, it gives me a lot of questions in my life about how I should be doing things differently than I currently am. And, and I live with it. 
I read something on Instagram. Funny that we're like talking about like influencers. I read something on Instagram recently that was very insightful. And it was basically nobody knows what they're doing. Heard that. They don't. Like they are figuring things out as they go along, myself included. And you just have to do what is right for you. And I know you're a spiritual person and I kind of grew up in like that spiritual world and everything. And I think oftentimes like I can picture like asking ourselves like, for direction and like, God, what am I supposed to do? Which direction should I go? Should I do this? Should I do that? And sometimes it's best to just like call it your still small voice, call it your gut, whatever you want to call it. Just pick something and do it. Just make a decision and do it because at the end of the day, nobody really does know what they're doing. They are figuring things out as they go along. And that's sort of been the key for my success, like like in terms of like business. But I still experience envy of other business, of other um, accounts. But I'm also working really hard to adopt the mindset of if it's meant to be, it's up to me. That's been my kind of theme for this year. And yeah, everyone is figuring things out as they go along. Some are just better at faking it than others. Yeah. I think that's true. It is true. Fake it till you break it. (laughs) But we're not fake here. We're, <laughs> yeah. This is as real as it gets. Shout out to us. No, but I, like, I mean, yeah. What we try. I mean, it's good to be. You got to be real. You, you know, got to be real. Because, yeah, I don't know. These things are like it's because because it's like I said, like you got to know you're not alone and stuff. That's the other thing is I don't know. It's, it's it can be super lonely out here in this in like yeah. doing business and trying to make something work. And that's the other thing is like, you see a list of people who's, you see a list of names and it's like, look at those guys. They're not lonely because everyone loves them. They're mm-hmm. on this list. It's like, but I'm out here not on the list. So I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's not but it's dumb. It's real. Dude. It's human. Yeah. It's a hundred percent human. Well, so, okay, tell, tell me about how you experienced that. Um, I experienced, business envy, yeah. How do you experience business envy? I experience business envy through comparison, like... Um, like, so the only, I should say like to our audience, 
The only precursor that Rich and I discussed before hitting record was this list. Like Rich sent me a, a screenshot of this list and that's, I just knew we were going to be talking about this list and that's all. And, um, I miss, like, I had my own interpretation of like how envy would play into things. And cause what I did, I texted you, I said, I have a topic idea, yeah. I have an episode idea. And I just wrote business envy. Business envy. And you were like, love it. Yeah. And then I sent you this list. Then <laughs> you like, sent me the, the like, screenshot oh. of that. And but so like, then how is it different? Like what? So I didn't even notice that storied wasn't on that list at first. I was just noticing like the like prettiness of like the image and like the cool factor of the whole concept. And I was like, damn, that's really cool. I wish that I could be cool enough to create some sort of like cool factor. Not even realizing that the thing that you were feeling envy about was like not being on the list. Because you didn't look at it and say, oh, look at all these cool coffee shops. And, no, and places. I was more looking at the vibe of the, of the photo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, because it was the, the list was There was written. no context. Exactly. You, you had the, zero context. The list was written by the artist who was creating the zine. So it was put against a backdrop that was creative and artistic from mm-hmm. and their content. And I'm like, man, I wish I had time to create like pretty content that was out there because I think my envy is, is more like geared toward like influencer spaces and like the pretty picture perfect pretty pictures that are put out there and I am envious of people who have the like ability to like create content. I know we talked about this last week how you hired a social media person. I would say I'm pretty active on my stories, but I'm not active at all on my feed, which I want to be. And I want to be able to create pretty things and make a connection with people in that way. But um, my business itself is, I've got a lot of irons in the fire, as you know. And I wish I had like a better time, like organizing my life. I'm very disorganized. I feel very disorganized. So you are looking around at the content being created by people that you follow or that you see that, yeah. that, that have a following and you're assuming that their lives are organized, mm-hmm. more organized than yours, yep. such that they have the capacity to create... Yep. Yep. Somewhat involved content. Yeah. Okay. I don't... Uh, and so, they have like a larger following, but it's like because they're putting the work in to create the content, but I'm not. And it's reflective in like the numbers. Yeah. Is there a, is there a feeling associated with this for you? Like, is it, um, the feeling is, um, why bother (laughs) sometimes 
Nice. <laughs> what do you call that? Resignation? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Because isn't it overwhelming to try it's to discour- keep that's up the with it all? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I, I, that's part of mine too. I don't know that this is different. I don't know that you're just experiencing it through a different lens, yeah. like a different, a different way. We're both comparing mm-hmm. yeah. ourselves and our abilities our pro- our products, and in this, I'm not, we're both comparing like what we can produce and put out there personally with what other people are doing, and our presumptions about the way that what people are producing is being received by other people. Right. So <clears throat> we're presuming that because and okay, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm like now I'm trying to interpret this thing. Well, anyway, do you have more to say? Yeah. No. <laughs> I just I think there's not that much difference between what you're experiencing, what yeah, you're feeling, and what I'm experiencing. You could be right. Yeah, you could be right. But we're, we're not to say we're experiencing exactly the same way. I think there are differences, but it's they both come from comparison. Yeah. And I think they both maybe have, and I mean, this is why the title probably jumped out to you, but like, the envy is is there, I think. It's just what it is that we're envious about. Right. It might be a little. Yeah. Might be different. Because like I see things and I'm like, I could do that. I've done yeah. that. <laughs> I've done that. Right. I could do that. I could do that better. That's ugly. What I make is prettier. Like all, like all the like, me, you know, those knee jerk thoughts that when you like com- of comparison, like when you see something, they're not pretty thoughts that I have about people's pretty things, yeah. you know, they're, but they're, but if I'm being honest and the, these aren't really people that I know. So like you're comparing it to people, you know, I'm comparing myself to people I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. That's, I think the key difference. Oh, snap. You are comparing yourself to people. New level you know. unlocked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm comparing myself to people I don't know, which isn't really healthy. And I know a lot of people, when they compare themselves, you know, probably are comparing themselves to strangers on the internet. Yeah. You're comparing yourself to your friends on the internet. Yeah. If you made it this far in the episode... Shout out. <laughs> Cause, Seriously. Because we're not even done, dude. So no, I really wish I had that cold brew coffee. <laughs> I mean, we could table this thing. Bring I, it back around. I'm nervous to let... We could go I don't get a cold brew dra- and come back. <laughs> I don't want this to drag on to be like a depressing, a depressing next few episodes, you know? But I do think it's important to acknowledge these things. Because here's the thing, Rich. Someone else is probably comparing themselves to you. Dude, I hope they are, all right? And I hope they realize that they're doing a great job, even though they're not starting. But it works both ways. Comparison works both ways. Right. Dude, comparison is so dumb. When you really just think about it, I know. But this. for all these reasons, it's like it it it, it so goes both ways. It? That's I don't know, dude. Okay, well, I was really intrigued by the fact that you said 
what you said because for me, I'm comparing myself to people I know personally. And there's like, a, there's like a relational thing there, mm-hmm. you know, there's like this longing to be part of something like a community. I mean, this is, this is the same dynamic. Like this is the cool kid dynamic. Mm-hmm. So there's the cool kids look like they have it all. They look like they've got this togetherness. And then you feel, if you don't feel cool or, or you're not received. Uh, see, or, I understand that. Yeah. So it's, that makes perfect sense to me. But where, where I'm going is like, on, on my stand, from my standpoint, from someone in my shoes, it's like you feel left out. You feel rejected. You you know most of these people know you, <laughs> but but there's like not the the same level of recognition for your work as there is for their work, and part of that is like. The people who, who are who are not okay. There's two groups here, though. There's like the people who are the consumers, and there's the people who are the, the the creators. And I'm in the creator category in that in that dichotomy. And then there's the the consumers. So consumers, the foodies, whomever, the artistic people, the coffee people, like they they go for these places. And never mind that they maybe literally live in the neighborhood that uh, that they're in, right? It's like mm-hmm. maybe this literally just a geographical thing. So again, this is why it's stupid at the end of the day sometimes. But for whatever reason, these this this set of names is always shouting out this set of places, okay? And that, and then even me, I'm shouting out this set of places. Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't really come back around. It's not like they shout us out all that often. And you know what? Forgive me because they probably do or have. And I've taken note of that and I'm just being <laughs> bitter or whatever. Um, and and then like the consumers, they don't, you know, they're not shouting stuff. So it's like, I don't know. Not, I don't know. I'm not trying to get back into it. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to say... There's something about that personal aspect that is intriguing to think about because if that makes it relational, that makes it like a community thing, that makes it personal on a on a on a level, on an interesting level. And to compare so that's a that's a whole thing. That's a whole question. That's a yeah. whole other scenario. And you're talking about comparing to people to strangers. Which is another thing that I don't know what that relates to. Is that related to a sense of personal identity? Like, does that relate to what? Don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if I, if we need to try to figure that out right now. I'm just saying, like, that's a different dynamic. That's a, that's a, that is a slightly different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's intriguing to think about. Like, why, why should I care? Like, why should I c- compare myself to, Strangers on the internet, but I know I'm not the only one. Right. Yeah. No, of course not. When it comes to like my, my business space and what I'm striving for. Yeah. It's just easy to get that frustration when you know, it's, it's easy, it's easy to become frustrated when you know you can do something just as good or better. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. as stuff you see out there and and then your life just doesn't correspond yeah or cooperate 
So Yeah. Just not that I'm just I'm just saying that out loud. Again, you said it, I'm saying it. Just an observation. Yeah. But also nobody really knows what they're doing. That's that's the real truth. Maybe that's the takeaway. <laughs> I I yeah. think it is. At the end of the day. And I it's interesting because I just sort of read that over this weekend before we talked about this business envy. Nobody knows what they're doing. People are figuring it out as they go. Well, I've said that all along. I mean, I, I, yeah, this whole thing has been a learning experience. I have no business acumen. I have no business being in business. And now it's funny because now I like, I have a friend, there's somebody at the shop who was, who listens to the podcast and he was literally like, Hey, can I ask you some, I had some like entrepreneurship questions for you. So like now, now we look like we know what we're doing and it's like, Oh, because of the podcast. Yeah. So I guess I'm trying to say it's all relative. It's all relative because, because you, if you've done something long enough, (laughs) you look Mm -hmm. like you have figured something out. And so people just, people just think that you. You know what you're doing, and you can you still be faking it. You gave some pretty solid advice recently about knowing your numbers and knowing your margins and all these things. Yeah, like you well, gave some really solid advice thanks. recently. I mean, I'm always learning, and that's from, that's what mm-hmm. you're saying. We're figuring it out. As long as you're always figuring it out, mm-hmm. and you know, you fake it till you fake it till you break it. That's gonna be my new saying. Why fake it, it till you break it? That's either gonna break or make. So. Why keep faking it? Why wouldn't you want to make it? Why would you want to break like, it? I mean, I'm I'm always faking it, which makes which means I look like I'm making it, but you're not going to know until I break it. Oh, <laughs> I was so confused when you said that earlier. Yeah, it's not a thing. I just made it up. Okay. <laughs> well, I want to fake it till I make it, and I'm not faking it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Ah, well, yeah, I'm glad that we put this out there. I think I'm glad you suggested this. I think I needed to get that off my chest. And, um, I think that's probably real. You know, there's a lot to be said about that. You can talk about it all day. We're not going to, but, uh, yeah. If, if somebody has got something to say about it, uh, we'd like to hear it to know. Yeah. We cannot be the only ones who have experienced that. Do you experience that? I know you do. Audience. <laughs> I know you have. Even if you don't now, you have. Yeah. So hit us up. For sure. All the places. You know how to reach us. House Coffee Podcast. At Gmail and on Instagram and on the internet. Yeah, keep those emails rolling in. Thanks for listening to us today. And um, we will have a more positive episode for you to listen Come to on, dude. This is, week. No, no, no. This is positive, right? Stop comparing I mean, us to some <laughs> other <laughs> self-help. Okay. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. We love y'all. Later.